Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hello and welcome to Too Olds for TikTok. This is episode 130 and we have a lot of fun TikTok topics to talk about. Ooh. Catalina, how are you? TikTok topics to talk about. That's a tongue twister. Say that 45 times fast. TikTok topics to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, I said it one time fast. I'm doing well. How are you, Dina? Good. Your school year just started, right? You started teaching yeah. at, you know, you're at Ohio, the Ohio State, as I've yes. learned. Yesterday was the first day of school at the Ohio State University for the fall semester. Yes, so. you sent me a picture of your first day outfit, mm-hmm. and we've been talking a lot about linen sets, yes. and I'm very jealous. You got a linen set, and you looked great. You were wearing all black. You like you were. What did Ashley say? It was like you're mourning the loss of summer or something. Well, also. For the record, I wasn't actually wearing my linen set. <gasps> that wasn't. I was wearing my linen shirt and a pair of black pants from Express that are like cater waiter pants. Okay. So if I wear that those pants with a white shirt, I look like I'm like catering a function. Well, so isn't that what teaching basically is? Like you're catering to the youth. Ugh. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm jealous. I'm in the market for a linen set. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I need to do some shopping. Even though it's end of summer, maybe there'll be some sales. You're right. New year or new academic year, new us, new fashions, and new updates for Tooled for TikTok Pod. We do. We have a very exciting update that we are going to go to record and post every single week. You know, consistency is key. That's what they say. We're going to get our numbers up and we're going we're going hard. Yeah, I thought, you know, what's a great way to like ring in more more a more hectic schedule is yeah. to add more podcasting, more podcasting. That's so that. I'm just working towards that spin drip sponsorship. So as soon as we do that, I will be a happy lady. But Me now I guess too. we also need a linen sponsorship. We do, we do. If anyone out there is in charge of linen outfits, in you know, general, let us know. Perfect. Yes, um, but yeah, well, we appreciate everyone who listens, and hopefully, everyone will tune in every week. And as always, you know, we appreciate all the reviews we get, and we love a good five star rating. So. Mm-hmm. Um, those are super helpful. Thank you Rate, for review, doing that. Rate, review, subscribe. And you know, the content never stops coming, so we just need to keep up with it. Really. And we're keeping up with TikTok. Exactly. So speaking of new school years, it's been rush talk season, Alabama right. rush. I feel like it's now the third year that we've got to witness Alabama rush on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And... To be honest, the first year was such a novelty. I loved it. I was on TikTok, you know, three hours a day, watching these girls, rooting for them. Now it's so mainstream and everyone knows about it. There's articles written about it. I do like certain aspects of it. It does morph every year. Like this year, there's a lot of talk about the money involved, which we'll Mm -hmm. get to. Mm -hmm. Uh, But personally, it isn't as exciting as it once was years ago. Right. The novelty has worn off. They've been calling it season three of Rush Talk, which is why I think it's funny because 
this one culture writer who I really like, Anne Helen Peterson, wrote a really good piece about rush talk. And it's like, you know, informed by her training in academia, but it's also very accessible. And it's a really good roundup. When someone told me about it, I was like, this year? Really? Right. <laughs> it's been around. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's kind of old, but sure, 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 sure. But I mean, it is developing as a phenomenon. And now it was like in the first year, it was kind of the Wild West because the sororities didn't see it coming. Panhellenic didn't see it coming. Now there's been crackdown, there's been rules. And so it's a little more controlled. Yes. Because some of the girls know. It's also kind of reminding me of on The Bachelor when people are like, he's here for the wrong reasons. Because people <laughs> will be like, they're doing rush talk, not to get in a sorority, but like to get a following. That's yeah. a lot of discourse now. And you know what? Probably you should do that. Kudos to them. I All yeah. the girls I see that now have like management on their bios and they're getting sponsorships already, like good for them. Make that money. It's like, you know, the, the athletes in the NCAA can now make money, which is great. So the sorority girlies and those who don't get in but just garner a right. following, you know, make, make that bag. I was um, a little bit curious, and I went to check up on that girl, Michaela from 2020, the one who got dropped. Yes, please update us about her. She seems fine. She I think seems she lives okay. in Nashville. She's a real right. estate agent. And she, although, what was that? There was some uh, TikTok about, like, you know things are going poorly in your life if you become a real estate agent. That was a yes, joke. Yes, I have seen that TikTok, but, too. Um, but no, she said that. She became a real estate agent, I think, right when she dropped out of school after yeah. she didn't get into a sorority, which is also, like, wow, that's so telling that the only reason you were going to college was to be in a sorority, mm-hmm. or at least, like, not having that community and learning that like whatever the image you had of yourself for the next four years depended so heavily on that mm-hmm. gets broken down and you leave all together. Right. But she became a realist, a realtor after that. Um, she seems fine. I think she has like 20,000. She's like a micro influencer on um, Instagram. Great. So happy for Michaela. Do you, Michaela? Yeah, I think, so my favorite, I'll call them characters, because at this point, it feels like we're watching a show, but I know these are real people going to school, but my favorite person is, her user is On the Daily with Morgan, and she unfortunately did not receive a bid, but I feel like her story arc is very different from Michaela where she's been posting now her family has come to support her and figure out kind of ways that she's going to obviously stay in school and continue. And she made a bunch of friends from Rush anyway. And now she has this huge TikTok following. So she seems to have a great support system behind her to be like, no, stay in school. This is not the end of your life. Like, you'll be okay. But she's also the number one person who people are saying she didn't come here to join a sorority. She, she came, came here right. to get a TikTok following. That's the controversy. And so it's like she was doing interviews with Teen Vogue. And mm. like there's now that this is what I'm saying. There's rules about what they are and aren't allowed to do. Right. Now, it is true that there are other girls who in past years have done this and have not faced repercussions. So people are like, is this because she's not like stereotypically pretty is this Mm -hmm. because she's not a pageant queen like and so um there's some conversation about that but the fact is 
she went into Rush, but she went really hard on the social media. Yes. The famous video of hers is one that she's drinking from a gallon of orange juice. And everyone's like, go off, like drink that orange juice. She was very real and not like, here, my golden geese. What are they, golden goose or golden golden geese? geese. (laughs) My golden golden geese. The shoes are golden goose. Golden goose, golden goose, yeah. Um, so you, it was a very refreshing to see her drinking from the orange juice. I'm, I'm so tired. Like, I'm so convinced today it happened. It was so hot, so sweaty. It was miserable. Anybody who smiles at these videos after they're done rushing is crazy. Get them help because they need it. Because I am tired, thirsty. Where's my drink? It was so bad. Like, it was actually crazy. I got back to my room. And my roommate had to help me find this orange juice because I literally stood at the fridge for like 10 minutes trying to find it. And I just couldn't find my orange juice. Like it was bad. She had to, she came out of her room. I'm trying to figure out why I was yelling at the fridge. Cause I was so upset cause I was convinced I left my orange juice at the Publix last night. But I just put it in the back of the fridge and she went and found it. I still have one more sorority house to go to tonight at my bedtime. Like five to six so it's not five to six it's sometime between five to six i just can't remember that's my bedtime and she made a very good friend her name's bella grace gates and she got into pi beta phi she just posted an update about what it means to her to get into the sorority and it's actually very emotional and she seems to be doing great. She has a support system now within the sorority that she's very happy about. Um, so again, like, yes, I'm very entertained and invested in certain girls. But, you know, it's it's time. It's time to move on from Rush Talk. Yeah, I've had I was done with sororities when, you know, the first time I ever heard about them. But Rush Talk, there's something that it like scratches an itch in yeah. our millennial brains of just like a window into this bizarre world. And that's why they made that documentary about it. But then everyone yes. was sort of disappointed in the documentary about it. But I do highly recommend the Anne Helen Peterson piece on Rush Talk um, because it sort of contextualizes everything and thinks about like, why would particularly Gen Z kids who were trapped inside during the pandemic really covet this like, all-American experience mm. that Bama offers. Mm. That's great. I You said scratching the millennial itch. So this did something for us, me and you. We were, you know, college roommates or sweet mates. Ugh. And all no, not these... Towards, I'm not itching you. I'm itching your sorority. It's okay. <laughs> well, you could ugh living with me. I'll ugh living with you too. Yeah, it's fine. But it's fine. <laughs> um, we still managed to stay friends decades later. So decades. everything's okay. But all of these girls have been showing their dorm rooms, which are decorated to the nines. They're gorgeous. They're organized. They're decorated. So it prompted me and Catalina to go back to look at pictures of our dorms um, from freshman year at NYU. Absolutely. And to say that they are the complete opposite is an understatement. Our dorms were trash. They were (laughs) like very little natural light. Talk about organize. You couldn't organize anything. Just like how you dare even you? See we the had floors. an interior courtyard view. 
it, where we could it, see there was no light. the people in the tower across from us, one of whom we referred to as Naked Boy. Oh, yes. Naked because Boy. Because he was nude. He was always naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think something's going on with these dorms that I'm seeing online because there is just the stock furniture that you're given in a dorm and they don't have that furniture and there is no way that they are not being charged for getting rid of that furniture i don't you know? even know how they they hire a company to get rid of it it's crazy but you they imagine? have to store it and bring it back i imagine like yeah. they have to be restricted or it's also i mean i understand how you could do this maybe like in a sorority house for sure yeah maybe there's some like customization there but if you're in a university dorm there's university furniture that you're like obligated to take care of and it's always that disgusting wooden Wood furniture like carpet oh, like the would, carpet on uh, like carpet upholstery right the carpet upholstery and the, uh, i remember my dad made wooden blocks to raise the beds because like normal, couldn't even go to bed bath and beyond get some no some normal ones cloth. didn't fit them so my dad had like wooden ones made and they were super high so i got a lot of storage on my bed but then my roommate danielle didn't have them and used cinder blocks to <laughs> and I, the amount of times i stubbed my toe on fucking cinder blocks was so awful oh my god but that was our I dorm room ri- like imagine cinder risers. blocks i think i used risers i don't know why risers didn't work for my bed mm. I don't, I don't know, know about that, Dina. Well, but we, I, we we decorated by throwing a, a rent movie poster on the wall. We would print out some photos and throw those on a wall. We and put an inflatable letter on our wall. We It was just, it was a mishmash. We was, used my grandma's old TV that was like from the 1980s that we had. My we had a poster in our sophomore year of my father. Oh yes, Pablo was always on our wall. And we would pregame and our pregame ritual. But you got to take a picture with Pablo, and then we would go out. Yeah. Oh, and our idea of decor was just empty liquor bottles. Yes, any empty liquor bottle we just wouldn't recycle. It was decoration. Yes, I remember my mom came and was like, (laughs) "Um, "Catalina, (laughs) did she think you were sober?" Uh, no, but uh, I was definitely not 21. Yeah, we were definitely not yeah, 21. I was definitely not 21. And she bottles, was just like, yeah. don't do that. But the jig was up. The jig was up, yeah. So, yeah, it's a strange – I mean, I don't even decorate my house that way, but it's really just like a show of opulence that is a bit – It's I don't, I don't know. I think it has something to do with the fact that these people are just so online and you've grown up looking at – Instagram Instagram accounts and these Instagram aesthetics and these like highly curated aesthetics and and the parents get involved and the parents fund it right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we were just some it's not like our like I don't know people at NYU could have afforded to do that they didn't do it yeah Yeah. so it's more of a culture shift than it is like a financial thing it is and it's not just happening in alabama i had uh, one of my business school friends has a son who's going to college and she's like you should see their dorm rooms like they're crazy like it is now happening across other colleges 
It's all for the Bring photos. back the ratty dorm room. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the ratty dorm room. Also, the other, the last thing we, we have to talk about for Bama Rush is the, the fashion, as you oh, say, the Catalina. Fashion, as always. So uh, the Golden Goose sneakers are like, mm-hmm. what are they, five to $600 a pair yeah, of sneakers? Yeah, they're like ratty looking sneakers that are five to $600. Now, and they, every girl has them. They must be dupes. Or, I mean, it's dupes. like... I think about when I was younger and I would covet things that were very expensive and yeah. you would ask juicy for pants. even if you were I never coveted those but Love juicy you did. Pants. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, we know. <laughs> when your juicy velour jumpsuits. Yes. No, mine was the Dunian Burke bag that oh, had the, the rainbow DB. DB. Ooh, okay. I thought that was the epitome of class and sophistication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I personally never got it, but I know that friends of mine who we were all like middle upper middle class kids. Our parents weren't buying us, well, some of them, but most of us weren't getting Dunian Burke bags from our parents. We would band together and get a Dunian Burke bag for like someone's 16th birthday between all of us, right? Oh, that's so, so kind. I know, right? Yeah. So um, I'm just thinking like, I'm sure that some of these girls are getting the golden geese. Golden, golden geese. Golden geese is <laughs> The golden geese. They're getting yeah. those sneakers as, like, a big graduation present or as, like, a big gift or something between friends, right? Right. Or they're dupes. Or they're just plain rich. You're right. There's an account uh, at Bama Rush Talk 1 that when a girl says, and here's my what, – what is oh, what is that um, – that jewelry brand the beads one no princess um, polly kendall something oh kendra scott kendra scott yes a lot of kendra scott is over now oh okay well there's been a lot of cartier there's been Mm -hmm. a lot of hermes or hermes (laughs) right but it's like the cartier and the hermes it's like you're not paying it maybe some of them it's real but a lot of them it's dupes but um this account would break down as they were saying the outfit of the day and it's just a lot and even forbes forbes wrote an article and their their big shocking twist was that this year's trend what does it say uh this year's newest trend is investigating just how many thousands of dollars sorority girls are spending on their rush outfits like okay okay. let's do what our outfits cost right now right now right now oh great okay okay i'm currently wearing a shirt from palladium unit palladium dorm of nyu fame that i received for free from dina greenbaum yes i am wearing a pair of pajama shorts that i'm gonna say i got these as a christmas present so free also free i am wearing some socks great so they probably came in like a pack like let's let's say the socks are worth thirty dollars no i mean i'm so sorry three dollars <laughs> this is some girl math we're doing now okay and then um i'm wearing ufos obviously you do and i think they were like 50 something now yeah it appears they're 60 and right. my engagement ring priceless from the holocaust Yes, exactly. <laughs> what about you, Dina? I'm wearing this. Oh, lovely... and no jewels except no, for except the engagement. Yeah. I'm wearing this lovely gray T-shirt from Old Navi. It was um, probably fifteen dollars. I'm wearing pajama pants that were probably like twenty dollars. They're very comfortable from and where? they have pockets. I think they're from a, a local Long Island store called Trinkets. 
Oh, I know trinkets. And Wait, then I'm looking at mine. I can't figure out. Where I'm wearing um, Ufo's shoes. Ufo's. And you know, no jewels. And that's about it. I don't know where these pajama shorts are from, but um, I'm gonna say like Marshalls. Yeah, and oh, Apple Watch. Mm, how much? It's very old, and I got it. I got it during the pandemic. I think it was like two hundred bucks. All right, all right. So grand total for my outfit is sixty dollars. No, sixty three dollars for my socks included. <laughs> what about your engagement ring? Priceless. Priceless. Yeah. What about, what about you? What's your grand total? It's probably like well, without the Apple Watch, like seventy seven dollars. You can't discount the Apple Watch. Okay, so let's say two hundred seventy seven dollars. All right, two hundred seventy seven dollars. Excellent. Excellent. That's a fun activity. On. I did that with my friends once and we were all like we all had just like cheap clothes and my one friend Nat was like and my glasses are like thousand dollars like, <laughs> it's highbrow lowbrow yeah highbrow lowbrow all right moving on moving on what our algorithms think we want to see this week Catalina what does your algorithm think of you my algorithm and this is one of those times where you're like is my phone listening to me but it's just you know you're searching you're doing things in your daily life it was a girl whose boyfriend is a pilot the user is uh, at nicole vieira or vieira i don't know how we're gonna say it nicole at nicole vieira and she is intentionally when you when you know when you call like a company and you have to spell your name, she is intentionally just making letters up to anger her boyfriend who is a pilot who actually knows the correct NATO phonetic alphabet, which I looked up what it's called, the whiskey tango foxtrot, whatever. Yeah, so that's W as in Walter, H as in hippopotamus, I as in igloo, P as in penguin. P as in penguin, A as in apple, N as in no, Y as in why, sir. And it just made me laugh because I, every time I'm on the phone and have to do some sort of spelling like that, I'm just making up words. I'm saying eggplant, <laughs> I'm saying nefarious i'm saying igloo like you know i i just don't know the phonetic alphabet in the way that you're supposed to know it it wasn't until i saw a tiktok that it wasn't even this tiktok it was some other tiktok that i didn't know that there was an actual like alphabet that you're supposed to use for like a is for whatever and mm. I, is it apple i don't think apple well, is the appropriate one i, think I don't is. know no alpha right Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot. But, uh, but who doesn't say, I always say like A for Apple. G is for golf. I always say M is in Mary. M is Mike. Why Mike? Why Mike? That's, you know, the patriarchy. That's why mm, Mike. the patriarchy. Say, you know, well, I'll stick with Mary. Q is Quebec. What? Who that's, made this up? I, well, exactly. I'll read it later. Yeah. That's, that's whack. Um, also, my name is annoying to spell my last name because there's three N's in it. That is very annoying. You know, yes. and then I'm like, do I have to say like N as in Neptune? Right. Again? Do you switch? Do you switch it or do you use like Neptune what each is the time? N? It, N is in November. Oh. Okay. Well, you'd have to say November. So that's what my times. algorithm's serving me. What about you, Dina? I'm getting a lot of stitches, and it starts off with this girl saying, 
tell us about a day in your life that changed everything forever. So I think I liked one of those and now I've been getting a million and they're all very good story times and a lot of them are inspirational. Some of them are negative, some of them are funny, but it's this perfect stitch. And it was really popular, I feel like a year ago where I Mm -hmm. saw a lot of stitches and it would be the same idea just and everyone would do a different play. Um, It's coming back to me. So do you have, what would your stitch be one day that changed your life forever? One time I went to visit my, I'm trying to think of it changed my life forever though. Like I can think of things that have changed my life. Like I, when I went to visit graduate schools, met with this graduate student who was like, oh, you could go do this Portuguese program in this place in Portugal and I really like took that to heart and went and did it and that sort of like changed my that's perfect trajectory of like life and academics but I still ended up doing things that I feel like I might have ended up falling into anyway that's a great example some of the TikToks I saw one was this guy I think his name was Brandon he didn't have enough money to go out like on a Saturday night because he was mm-hmm. trying to save money. So he was super bored and stayed in and he just decided to make a bag and the bag that he made that night or he figured out how to make then started his own his whole like clothing line and he got into Vogue and our essence oh magazine. Sorry. Um, another one I saw was a guy who was from England and he was trying to get into his car. His car was locked. He wanted this mm-hmm. chocolate bar and he was going to be late for school. And like the vice principal came and he's like, no, I'm so sorry. Like I'm late, but I, I want to, I'm kicking in my car. And the vice principal was like, oh no, let, we should talk, chat about like college. What are you thinking? And she recommended that his grades were really good, that they look into Harvard. Mm-hmm. And it was from that little like meetup at the, at the car. And then he ended up going to Harvard and he would never thought he could have gotten into Harvard. So it's wow. things like that. Um, which What's are yours? Oh, mine, Catalina, is meeting you mm, freshman you year your, of college when I was wearing Lacoste, my Lacoste shirt. Your hot pink Lacoste It changed polo. my whole life trajectory. We have this podcast With now. a popped collar. It wasn't popped. That is fake news. It was not popped. Your memory deserves you. Um, that's fine, whatever. But yeah, that is, I would say, a one decision that I made in my life that, like, catalyzed a lot of other decisions to follow and, like, brought different people into my life. Yeah. You know? Not you, though. You were already in my life. That's okay. It doesn't, we don't need to be tit for tat here. Tit for tit. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The content creator spotlight this week I absolutely love her username is Amanda Schultz and she just does really bad DJing. Here's one. I 
So she really reminds me of Jake, the, uh, you know, the guy who does the history. Yeah. Uh, what's his username? Like pussy something. He used to be octopus. Octopus. No, octopus. Octopus. No, octopus lover. lover eight. Not octopus. Yeah. That's a James Bond film. <laughs> octopus um, lover eight. Right. So he got really big from people leaving comments being like, do this, do that. And people are leaving comments for Amanda saying like, oh, you should try to transition better. Use this song and that song. And she's really playing off of it. And she's getting this huge following really quickly. Uh, And they just they make me laugh. It's just really bad DJ. Yeah, they're really funny. I also think that this is in the same vein as like people falling downstairs type humor that you just really like. You That's like, so like true. just like Bad slapstick things. humor. Yeah. So. Great. Right up my alley. Go check her out. Check her out. Dance to her jams. Yeah. Okay. We got only one food trend this week. Catalina, take it. I mean, okay. It's I feel like I always, I always. Yes. Okay. It's <laughs> not a trend. I'm sorry. It's not a trend. Um, But no, it is a trend because tinned fish mm. in general mm. Mm-hmm. has been a trend for a very long time. And I think we've even talked about this on the podcast, like that one creator who made the video about food trends and how they reflect the recession and like how like the poorer we get, the more like affordable the food trends. Like when we all had our recession checks, we were making like charcuterie boards mm-hmm. and now the trends are like ice cubes. <laughs> Fancy ice cubes, yeah. So, And then we have the user who made like – the Danielle, I think her name is, who does like the caviar and the mussels and showing all different ways of eating tinned fish. Girl dinner is also kind of like tinned fish. So tinned fish has been a recurring trend mm. on TikTok. So this user named at Rob Home Cook ranked his top five tinned fishes. And I was very excited when I watched this video because his number two is my number one. Oh, wait. Uh, that's amazing. You are you are an aficionado on the tinned I fish. Am. This Watching this video made me want to buy all of them. I have been absolutely obsessed with tinned fish TikTok. I have done four review videos so far. You can click the review playlist down below. And I'm going to give you my top five that I've tried so far. And so far, these are all grocery store versions, like $10 or less. Before I get to the list, I have to start with two honorable mentions. The Chicken of the Sea Smoked Oysters. These are around $3. These are amazing. They almost made the list. Great on a Ritz cracker with some cream cheese. And second honorable mention is the Brunswick Herring Filets Kipper Style. These are amazing as well. They were so close to making the list. Okay, so number five is the Goya Jumbo Squid and Garlic Sauce. This is incredible. I will get this again. I want to make tacos out of it. It's tender. It's not fishy. The garlic taste is amazing. Number four is the roasted garlic mackerel from Patagonia Provisions. This one's around like the seven, eight dollar price point, um, but you can definitely tell in the quality. The fish is meaty but flaky. The garlic flavor is delicious. Uh, the quality is just here on this one, so this one's definitely number four. Number three is the Brunswick sardine fillets. They're boneless and it's with hot peppers. Hot peppers being jalapenos. This one is gonna go on nachos. I am going to make nachos with this. I'll make a video on that. It's incredible. Number two, I have now tried, but haven't even posted the review video for yet, but it is the smoked trout fillets from Trader Joe's. The fish is meaty. It is not fishy like tuna at all. This is an amazing entry-level fish, but the smoky flavor, it almost tastes like a smoked salami or smoked brisket. This should be on every person's holiday, like charcuterie boards or little hors d'oeuvre trays. This is good. If you don't have a Trader Joe's close to you, go find one. Find a friend close to one, have them ship it to you for the holidays. This is a must have. And number one is the Bar Harbor Skinless Boneless Smoked Sardine Fillets. 
And the best part, these are right around the $3 price point. The first one, like, I think it was, uh, I'm, sometimes I'm a little weird about, like, the octopus, the clams, even though I do like the mussels. Yeah. I do like smoked mussels, or I do like um, tinned mussels, just from, like, the first time I ever had tinned mussels was in Spain, where that's very common to have. Mm. And then I came back here, and people are like, ew, that's weird, but now it's very no, common, it's, or it's very, yeah. it's it's on trend. You started the trend in America. I, did, I definitely did not. <laughs> so those ones I'm always a little iffy on, but I liked his criteria. And I just, I mean, so my number one is the smoked trout fillets from Trader Joe's. They're just um, so to get. I good. still haven't tried them. It will be my goal this week to go to Trader Joe's and get them and try them and report back. But I do have uh, the tinned fish I bought from Portugal last mm-hmm. summer now tin fish doesn't spoil right i mean i think it could spoil like there's oh. always a potential but the idea is that it's like a conserved it re- it's conserved right because it's in a tin right i'm sure that it has an expiration date like it's food but i don't think it would expire in one year okay well i, I gave it to my dad as a present he's been waiting we, we want to eat it together so i'm gonna have the, well, the portuguese like weekend i know i should uh, they're also opening up a tin fish place in I New York that. in yeah. Times Square. I'm Googling Times Square. how that's a, that's fast Times Square needs tin, did you a get tin sardines? fish place. Sardines. <laughs> yeah, instead of the M&M's. Well, that's just like the trend. Instead of the M&M's store, now we have a tin fish store. I, yeah. Oh, God. Do canned sardines go bad? They can last up to three years three after years. they're packaged. Woo, just don't it. open them. Obviously. Clearly. <laughs> evidently all right Uh, i i just i just want to say a couple more things about tin fish please do um i really wanted to gatekeep this but i just feel like everyone needs to try the smoked trout from trader joe's it's stored on the bottom shelf that's how like unknown it is because it's also inexpensive right it's not no money. It's like four or five dollars. Nothing's but... no money. Nothing's free. <laughs> no yeah. such thing as a free lunch. <laughs> um, right. But I feel like I got a similar smoked trout at Whole Foods once and it was nine dollars. And I was like, this is horrendous. I hate oh this so God. much. And it had skin on it, which I wasn't oh. really enjoying. So yeah, get thee to a Trader Joe's. This I will. is not fun because clearly we do not have enough of a Does Trader does Trader Joe's do podcast spawn? I've never heard of Trader Joe's do. Uh, their their marketing is very limited. You don't really see them marketed a bunch because they're just they're just they're just away. very they're known. Yeah, they're it's like known. Zara. Zara yeah. doesn't like invest or used to not invest in campaigns. Anyway, that's it. Long and short of it. Get the smoke trout. Trust I will. Me. Now we have learning on TikTok. Catalina sent me a video about wine glasses, and the video is by at Sam underscore Vivant. I was wondering how you were gonna how you were gonna go about that. Is that good? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. great, great. Uh, a commenting on how important wine glasses are. No matter what wine you order, if it comes in one of these, it's tasting like a two buck chuck. Yes, one million thousand percent those glasses are the pits, but I want to clarify something. Glasses do matter, and while it is true that a shitty glass can ruin a great wine, what a lot of people don't know is that a great glass can actually improve 
a pretty mediocre one. I talk about this a lot in my wine course, and the thing is, you don't have to spend a lot of money to get the job done. This is one of my favorite universal wine glasses that's light and thin and surprisingly durable. Comes in a two pack for like 68 bucks, and you'll see me using this a lot because it's a universal wine glass that I can use for just about everything. Also see these at a lot of Michelin starred restaurants, especially in the Bay Area, so look for the little Gabrielle glass in the bottom. Now I know $68 is not nothing, but it is one of the best investments you can make as a wine drinker. Seriously, even if you're spending like $15 a bottle, which is totally fine, a great glass can make that wine taste more like a $25 or $30 bottle. Moral of the story, get yourself a good wine glass and thanks for the PSA, Lex. I'm appalled by the price of those wine glasses. She does say it's a lot. I break wine glass. Every time I wash mm. a wine glass, every time I handle a wine glass, broken. You know what? I, I've been deduced to stemless wine glasses that don't break. Deduced? Yeah. <laughs> that is all I can have, the stemless ones, because I will drop them. So I, now I feel sad because I feel like I'm not getting the bang for my buck out of my wine that I'm drinking. But there's other brands. Like I just Googled universal wine glass and West Elm has a set of four for $32. So like I feel like you could get cheaper ones. I probably should put this on my registry while I still yeah, have a chance. Yeah, you should. Yeah, put that up. But, but I, I agree have, with you. You I'm have wine breaker. glasses though. Yeah, I don't have, I mean, I don't pay enough attention to drinking my wine out of the correct glass. Same. I kind of like drinking it out of those short ones that they're not rounded. They're like little, almost like water glasses. I don't know what they're called. They're like European style. But they have stems? No stem. No oh, stem. yeah. They're just like I, a circle, but short. Yeah, it's the stemless, that's a stemless wine glass. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> that's this one is the one you're thinking of. It's more rounded. Okay. I'm okay. thinking of the one that's more square. Okay. Great. Anyway, what anyway. really got me into this wine glass is the fact that she was claiming that it'll make a cheaper wine taste like a more expensive wine. I don't know what kind of like facts that's grounded in, but I'm She's willing to roll the dice on that. Yeah, but I'm not because I'm just going to buy these and they'll break and then I'll just be out some money. So, I mean, I am very anti-drinking wine out of a plastic cup. I do think it tastes bad. So I am my father's daughter and, you know, my father, he he has this like homemade wine. And I say that in quotations because he just like, I don't know, he pays a friend and they make wine together. I don't really know how it goes. He's not stomping on grapes. And that not stomping wine, on grapes. That wine has very, very different variations. Like some batches, I think, taste like vinegar and terrible. Some batches are good. But I don't think it matters which kind of glass or cup you put in. Like it tastes the same to me, plastic versus glass. No, so. absolutely not. You are incredibly wrong. Oh, what, oh, what are your thoughts about putting ice in wine? Oh, well... I know it's not. I know it's uncouth. It's gauche. Is it gauche? I know it's gauche, but like, if I'm Dude. if I'm at home, and I'm drinking, like, I'm not drinking nice wine at my house generally. So if I went, for example, to Trader Joe's and bought like a nine dollar bottle of Sauvignon Blanc, I have no qualms about putting an ice cube in it. Put that ice it in there, yeah. The bourbon, it feels luxurious. Mm -hmm. If I'm at a restaurant drinking a nice wine, no, I would not do that. <laughs> but you wouldn't ask for a cup of ice on the side. <laughs> Stick your hands I mean, people in it and do throw it, it in. I've, true, my I've father seen does it. People, yeah. <laughs> 
So it's okay. like, would you put ketchup on like a filet mignon mm, in a nice restaurant? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, where am I? What's the where scenario? I'm not going to say blanket. No, I'm going to say I understand yeah, that like security of the wine is, um, what's the word? <laughs> I have no idea where you're going with that word. No. Jeopardized. No, not jeopardized. Am I having a stroke? What are you trying to say? It's like when the integrity of something is like destabilized, but it's not destabilized. I'm Googling it. Undermined? Hmm. Undermined? Compromised. (gasps) Oh, wow. We got there. (laughs) (laughs) The integrity of the wine is compromised. Wow. And I understand that. But in certain scenarios, I don't care. I don't care. Yes. yes. From coming from someone like myself who used to drink barefoot Zinfandel for for half of my life, I. But you know, I've been to all these vineyards and wineries around the world, and it, you know, and in New York, nothing compares to barefoot Zinfandel. Okay. Nothing. No, I don't drink that anymore. But I don't know. I still. I've gotten so many lessons. I still, I would not be able to. I was with you in the winery when we were getting a lesson. And the whole time you said, more wine. Wine. Well, I get so annoyed because they talk so much. I just want to try the wine. Stop talking. I hate learning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, my learning on TikTok this week was about guardrails. So (laughs) the happy urbanist posted a video. A uh, really long video about guardrails. I watched the whole thing like earlier this week. And then the funniest thing came up on my For You page today. A user named at Ethan Garst posted this video as a stitch. Okay, but I don't think you know what goes into guardrails. No, I don't. And I'm putting my foot down because I don't fucking want to. Okay, I want to go to the gym today. I want to read a book today. I might clean my room and get rid of clothes today. How am I going to do that if I'm learning about guardrails the first 30 minutes of my fucking day? I can't with my phone anymore. I've been awake for 30 minutes. I didn't plan to learn about guardrails today. And if I learn about guardrails, guardrails are going to be the first thing I learn about of like 700 things today. And I'm going to retain none of the information because I didn't even want to learn it. Fucking hate phones, dude. (sighs) Now let's go see what he's talking about. And it'll be my last video. I just want to see what he's talking about with guardrails. So yes, Ethan has my thoughts exactly. It's like, no, I didn't open the app to learn about guardrails, nor did I ever want to know about guardrails. But I spent the whole like four and a half minute video watching Riveted. And now I know all the different types of guardrails and how they keep us safe when if hopefully, you know, we don't get into a car accident. But if we do, the guardrails are very important. I mean, I know nothing about guardrails. Watch so. the video. You'll know oh, all okay, about them. Okay. I'll learn all about guardrails. But that's the, that is the, what, what the greatness of TikTok is that is. you go, you open, and you learn something that you didn't even know you might be interested in. You never know what you're going to get when you open that For You page. F-Y-P. F-Y-P. <laughs> we have one more video to chat about. In our miscellaneous section. All right. This we video. <laughs> what? We can't go one episode without talking about the club. The club. <laughs> the club. This 
video is by, well, it's a new perspective on the club. Uh, Agree. Love it. By at Martha Graff, Graff, who is married to a DJ. And the video is, she's in Miami and she says, I'm going to see my husband at work. And it's 4.30 a.m. And I just woke up and his set is at, I don't know, like 5 or 6.30. And she's just like drinking coffee and getting up to go to the end of the night at the club when her husband plays his set. And I was just like, what a what a concept. It's 4.30 in the morning and I'm going to go get ready to see my husband DJ at a club. He actually already left. He starts playing at 5 a.m., guys. When I met him 12 years ago, I already knew he was a DJ, so I can't complain. But of course, some things change because in the past, I would go to all the gigs. Now, not getting any younger, I pick my gigs, so I go to the good ones. And because I don't want to go and get wasted, what I do nowadays, I wake up, I have coffee, and I go with my coffee. You don't need to get wasted to have fun. I have worn this top at least five times a summer. And I don't mean like five times in total, I mean five times to go out. It's like a comfy top. And because Miami is like a hundred degrees, I'm gonna wear a mini skirt and white sneakers. I just called an Uber and I'm such a good friend. I'm gonna pick up my friends and head to Space. Guys, Space is the best club in Miami, by the way. Guys, good friends come to Space with you. At 6 a.m., we'll eat a cup of coffee. So interesting. And she says, I love it. She says, you don't have to be wasted to have a good time. So she picks up her friends. They all have coffee mugs and they're just going to see, you know, their her husband, their friend do the his clear. set. Yeah, the club. But that's like, imagine being married to a rock star or to you know a comedian or a performer of any that's just like you're going to visit them at work like Mm -hmm. well you know ivan could go visit you in your classroom see you teach no no thank you (laughs) (laughs) at what time 11 in the morning i think i don't work different hours Yeah, this is very weird to wake up. But that's what I was talking to someone, uh, one of my friends who went to Ibiza a long, long time ago. Ibiza, Adina. Ibiza? (laughs) Okay. Ibiza. (laughs) Anyway. You just say things wrong to just get me mad. You get me mad. And I'm also a moron. You're good. Um, You're not. Okay. So... She was saying that her, her and her friends went and they would go to sleep at like 9 p.m. and then wake up at like 2 or 3 a.m. because that's when everything started there. So I guess in Miami, obviously that happens too, where people just stay out or you start super late. But it's this take on it of her being married and like just going to see her husband, like being supportive is very interesting. It's also interesting because I'm like, would I enjoy that? Like, would that be fun to go to the club in the morning as like my first activity of the day? Well, that's like those silent discos they have. Uh, it was popular in New York at one point. I'm, I'm sure people still do them where you put on headphones and you dance mm-hmm. at like 6 a.m. I don't know. Um, not, I yeah, don't... not for me. I'll say not for me. I haven't done it. The going to bed at 9 and waking up at 2 thing sounds terrible to me because I would just at that point want to keep sleeping. I yeah. need to go out and stay out 
or sleep until like like 4 30 sure that sounds almost reasonable i mean no i don't want to wake up then yeah, but like I don't wake up that's then. more reasonable than two i think by two i'd be like i'm in my rem cycle like let me be mm, well yeah you value sleep i do value sleep but i'm a sleepy girl yeah and as as when we were youths when we were younger we would just stay out really late so we wouldn't I stayed out this past weekend until five in the morning. Why? <sighs> because um, we were having like a relaxing evening and we were at a bar and it closed. And I guess it closed at like one. It might have been two. So it might have been a little late. And then one of my friend's friends lived around the corner and was like, oh, you should come to my house. and We'll just like hang out for a little bit. But then she ordered $160 of Taco Bell. Ugh, yum. Mm. that's a very dina reaction live to mas. that phrase <laughs> live mas um so she ordered and it took three hours to come and then oh, when it came that is actually the saddest excuse for staying out till 5 a.m you were at someone's house waiting for a talk about i wouldn't call that staying out well we were watching youtube videos and i drank a martini <laughs> but um oh my god and then i ate the taco bell and as i was eating it i kept being like oh i'm gonna bring some of this home and like eat in the morning and the next morning when i woke up i was like oh i'm so glad i did not bring that to my house like can you imagine the last time i had taco bell was over a year and a half ago it was my birthday last year i had taco bell with you on your birthday we had taco bell and mcdonald's because they were across the street that was not last year that was two years ago it was two years yeah it was well that was a year and a half ago well this was an i've never seen this quantity of taco bell in my entire life i've never lived this moss in my entire life it was did you get uh one of those blue drinks the baja Baja. blast absolutely not that's actually why i don't really like taco bell i'm Mm. i'm not really into pepsi products <gasps> You're a Coca-Cola girl. I'm a cokehead. <laughs> All right. Well, we learned a lot this week. Yeah, it was really great. Um, I look forward to seeing to seeing to speaking Speak to, to our listeners next week on our now weekly episodes. Woo! Woo. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Rate, review, subscribe. Goodbye. <laughs>